1: This is Optimal Finance Daily, Episode 686, Current Events in Stupid Land, by Mr. Money Mustache of MrMoneyMustache.com. And hello again, everyone. Welcome to a brand new week here at Optimal Finance Daily. My name is Dan, and I'm here every weekday reading to you from some of the best personal finance blogs on the planet. And before we get into our Monday post, uh, I like to check in every once in a while for folks who may be new listeners to the podcast and see if you have subscribed to our other four narration podcasts. We cover personal development and minimalism, health, business, and relationships on those other four shows. To find them, just search for Optimal Living Daily wherever you're hearing this. Now let's get right to today's post as we optimize your life. Current Events in Stupid Land by Mr. Money Mustache of MrMoneyMustache.com It seems that Mr. Money Mustache attracts quite a few of the already converted. Every week, I write out more of the biggest and most amazing secrets that have allowed me to hop effortlessly across the minefield of American middle-class life and become rich at an early age. And you, the Mustachians, usually chime in saying, Yeah, Mr. Money Mustache, that's some good s***, and I'm already doing it. Thanks for entertaining me by reminding me how smart I am. From reading the comments, you'd assume that the world is already fixed and it's time for old Triple M to retire from blogging and find something else to do. Until you step out of the air-conditioned comfort of this blog and the heat wave of the real world hits you in the face again. Take, for example, this mainstream newspaper article that has been making the rounds in social media today. The headline is, Financial Insecurity, Most Americans Can't Afford Unexpected $1,000 Payment, Survey Finds. The article tells us that most people in the U.S. could not handle a $1,000 emergency. Not only is their monthly budget tight enough that there isn't $1,000 of savings each month, which I would already find quite scary, but there isn't even a 1000 anywhere in their lives to scrape together. That could be explained if we were actually in a place with a shortage of money, or if the survey covered only people in a certain category, like the long-term unemployed. But no, this was a random survey, meaning average people, meaning an average income over $30,000. The last time I had less than $1,000 available was in April 1990, That's because I had just started my first job working at the local gas station in March, and my $4.15 per hour wage only added up to about $120 per week since I was also attending high school full-time. Thus, it took me about eight weeks to get up to a thousand bucks. Actually, I admit this is an oversimplification. I already had at least $500 saved up before starting at the gas station, because I had also saved a portion of my $5 per week lawn mowing money and $30 per week paper route money for several years before starting at the gas station. Doing the math, you'd expect me to have thousands by the time 1990 rolled around, but you have to give me a break. I was only 15 and thus still had 21 years of learning to do before becoming qualified to become Mr. Money Mustache. By the time I finished at the gas station and the subsequent convenience store, I had about $10,000, most of which I blew on my first year's university education. The reason I never dropped below $1,000 is because you don't go out and buy when you have less than 1000 bucks. Nothing at all. It's an emergency. At this level, you're not allowed to buy yourself cigarettes or any food other than bread, peanut butter, bananas, and tap water. You need to sell your car and bike or walk to work regardless of distance. You can't have a cell phone. You can't go to Target. You can't drink a can of Coors Light, and you can't even buy your kid a $2 toy. These are all things that can wait until you have more than $1,000, which you will very quickly if you are an average income American and you stop spending money even for one week. Then you continue saving most of your money until you are financially independent. If something insane happens and you ever drop below one grand, you go back to the start of this section and repeat. But even that is not the scary part. The scary part is in the whiny, complaint-laden comments made by readers after the article, like this one. Quote, is this a surprise to most people? Are Americans living in a fantasy land? Americans are getting poorer and poorer and the places to borrow money more and more inaccessible. A friend of mine was talking about the poor being too stupid to save. Save what? End quote. Nice, very nice. First, places to borrow money are more inaccessible because um borrowing money is the solution to your financial troubles when you're poor. We are not getting poorer and poorer. Wages, by all measures and at all levels, have kept up with inflation through even recent decades. The wages of the rich have gone up much faster than inflation. Some people consider this an awful, unfair thing, saying, quote, the wages of the middle class have stagnated since the 1970s, end quote. But that's silly because we already had plenty as a society back then. We were just as happy. We don't need to keep earning more and more, even if the ultra-rich continue to do so. Now I'm not just making fun of this poor old me attitude because I find it annoying I also see much bigger consequences a people who spend so carelessly that they are always within a $1000 of doom is going to have a very short term view of the country's future even a slight change in the price of gasoline or corn or other world commodities or a recession can send them down in flames with little understanding of world economics or politics these people will naturally but incorrectly Turn to the political party currently in power to place their blame. We're seeing this now, with approval rates of Obama among the uneducated at incredibly low levels. I can guarantee that if gasoline happened to be $1.49 per gallon and unemployment was 4.2%, my man would be rolling in record approval rates. But the president doesn't set crude oil prices, nor does he dictate the short-term unemployment rate. So the only solution for these unfortunate politicians is to pander to the chronic overspenders and pretend their problems are not their own. The political party which does this best and most vigorously promises low gas prices and instant improvements in employment wins. Despite the fact that low gas prices are actually awful for the country and unemployment is controlled by the natural business cycle combined with longer-term effects of government policies, longer than a single presidential term. It would be nice if the ultra-rich would use their money for social good instead of just passing on wealth to their offspring and buying jet skis. And to their credit, Warren Buffett and Bill Gates have done just that, giving more than 99% of their wealth back to humanity. But you'll notice they aren't donating it to the American middle class so we can continue to, quote, make ends meet by buying tanks of gas for our 14-mile-per-gallon Chevrolet Silverados and keeping our cable TV service active. They're using their money to fight malaria in Africa and provide medical care and education and birth control to families there. People in situations like that are the only ones allowed to complain that there isn't enough money available in their society. The rest have to shut up and start taking lessons from the Mustachians. You just listened to the post titled Current Events in Stupid Land by Mr. Money Mustache of MrMoneyMustache.com.
0: After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. That's monarchmone dot OFD for your extended 30-day free trial.
1: And before we leave you for today, please do check out our other podcasts that I mentioned at the top of the show if you haven't done so already. To find all of our shows, just search for Optimal Living Daily wherever you're hearing this, and be sure to click subscribe. And that's a wrap for another Monday show here on Optimal Finance Daily. Have yourself a great rest of your Monday, and I'll be back with you tomorrow, where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily.